You're listening to a DM podcast. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with inspiring hustlers. I'm your host, Madeline, and my aim is to help positively change the way you think one healthy conversation at a time. Through storytelling, these deeper conversations have been designed to act as a virtual toolkit. I like to pack them with practical advice, thought-provoking insights, and life-changing rituals. Together with my wonderful guests, my hope is that this podcast inspires and empowers you to thrive in all aspects of your life. If you're feeling ready to rise up to new challenges, radiate positivity, and have an unshakable belief in yourself, then take a deep breath, buckle up, and let's go on this ride together. I'm very excited to once again be joined by my good friend and huge inspiration, Georgie Stevenson. It feels like a while since we've been on a microphone together, but Georgie is a very familiar voice on the show. She's joined me many times to chat things like mindset habits, her routines, and the transition from corporate law to full-time entrepreneur. She is a mum to gorgeous Ivy while also being a super savvy businesswoman who's deeply passionate about inspiring other women to rise up, to take bold action and to conquer their dreams. She's the creator and the host of the Rise and Conquer podcast show, which I'm sure you've all listened to, as well as being the co-founder of one of the country's most successful natural supplements company, Naked Harvest. Today though, we're shifting gears a little bit and we're chatting all things mindful motherhood, how Georgie personally uses manifestation and spirituality in motherhood. Georgie provides some incredible insights into the practices she uses to navigate balancing both mum life with being a full-time working mum. I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome back to the Healthy Hustlers, my darling friend Georgie. How are you today? Mads, thanks so much for having me. It's so good to be back on here and I'm I'm so well. I'm just, I'm excited to be here. I know, I'm so excited to have you here. I was thinking today, I'm like, oh, it feels like a long time since we've been on the microphones together. So this is exciting. I had a bit of those like butterfly feelings, which that's always such a good feeling to have when you're, when you're going into an interview or a big day of recording. So um, yeah, really excited to be in your presence again and chat about a bit of a different topic that we haven't spoken about today. I think this is a big one for both of us, obviously our seasons of life, but we're probably doing it in different ways. So I'm really excited to learn all of your knowledge and wisdom today. And we are chatting mindful motherhood. So I guess really giving the listeners some advice and guidance on how they can use things like manifestation and spirituality and mindset shifts to really help that journey of motherhood to feel more easy, I guess, and to really allow us to appreciate the good times a little more because we both know um, these early stages, I'm sure all stages, but we can only talk from the early ones, um, of motherhood can be quite challenging. A hundred percent. And isn't it so... I feel like when you become a mum, you just get a whole new perspective and layer of personal development. And it's, yeah, at times can be super challenging and super testing. But now I look back of when, you know, Ivy's nearly two now and how much I've grown in the last two years is like tenfold to like the two years behind, like before that, because you really just are thrusted into all the internal work, all mm-hmm. the mirrors, um, yeah. 
and you know, it's kind of like doing 10 years of development in like two years. It's and like it's fast because you have this. <laughs> yes. So it's amazing. It's of course very challenging. <laughs> Today's Mama Chat has been brought to you by my beautiful friends at Bubba Bump. It is a gorgeous family business that provides a one-stop shop for not only the baby essentials, but also mother's postpartum care needs, which for me in my second birth was an absolute game changer. Bubba Bump are really known and also so loved by their community for supporting and nurturing both mums and babies. They have gorgeous baby wrap carriers, as well as some baby organic lounges, which in my opinion are an absolute non-negotiable while also having such a beautiful focus on the postpartum care of mothers support the people that support this podcast and check out bubbabumpbaby.com.au for all your baby essentials and mother's postpartum care I'd love to start by exploring, I guess, your roles, because obviously you and Tim have chosen to not necessarily go down the more traditional path, I guess, is a a way of saying it. And you're obviously a full-time working mum and Tim has opted for the stay-at-home dad role. And I'd love to know what inner work, I guess, as someone who is in the public eye and does, you know, have an audience who can put their two cents in whenever, whenever they like, I'd love to know the internal work that you kind of worked through to make sure that that decision of going back to work and Tim staying home was the right one for you before you, I guess, shared that externally? Yeah, such a good question. Well, it's interesting because I honestly knew I would be the working parent. Like I remember maybe on our second date with Tim and I met him when I was 17, I said to him, you know, how do you feel about being a stay-at-home dad because I'm going to be a working parent. I love that. And I, I, I had literally had, it's so wild to me. And that's because at the time I had just started my law degree and I was so hungry. I knew I wanted to work really hard. I knew I wanted to be in the workforce. And to be completely honest, I growing up was never that maternal. I was, I wasn't really around kids because I was the youngest and I just was never that maternal, never that interested in children, even though I knew I wanted to have children. Mm-hmm. And so it's literally a conversation we had at the start of our relationship and we didn't have a baby till 10 years later. So it's funny because we then of course had the conversation before Ivy and Tim was always of the view that he absolutely wanted to be a stay-at-home dad. So it really worked perfect for us because we had had that conversation on very early and that's something I would definitely encourage of like, which just, you know, in any relationship you need to be um, open with each other and have that communication on at the earliest possible point so you can really like talk things through. Mm -hmm. And then it's funny though because when I did, you know, have Ivy and then I went back to work, I did internally struggle with, you know, things like mum guilt and being like, am I doing the right thing? And I think some people are surprised when I say that, but of of course I, you know, struggled through that. And I guess what really helped me through that time was getting really clear on, you know, my values and purpose in life. And I guess asking myself, am I 
feeling guilty about this because I actually feel guilty or Mm. am I feeling guilty about this because of what society has said, you know, a woman should be or how they should be kind of taking away those society aspects of what society um, thinks we should be and do. And I was very just like honest with myself and I'm like, yeah, no, I actually really do want to be at work and I'm doing something that really lights me up. And I find a lot of purpose in that. And of course, I also find so much purpose in being Ivy's mum. But I just had to really strip away anyone else's ideals and standards and belief systems and be really honest myself. And it's crazy because I when I did that internal work around what sort of mum I wanted to be, it's like a weight lifted Mm. off my shoulders because I no longer had this standard in this box of what I should be. And I was Mm. able to actually be like, no, I've actually chosen this. And I truly believe anything with choice is freedom. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I get to relish in this because this is something that I've done and I get to move through this. I love that so much. And do you know what? It's something that you made me, even though I had Georgia two years before you had Ivy, it's something that you made me become really clear on as well of like, I'm choosing this, like I was choosing to stay at home, but I sat in a victim of that for a really long time. But then seeing you go through your journey and just being so clear on what you were doing really made me have to sit with it and be like, but I'm choosing this, like I'm choosing this path. So I love how much, like just how much strength you have to sit in your decisions and know that it's the right one for you. Um, and I also I, love that I feel like the first time I met Tim, he's like, I'm going to be a stay at home dad. <laughs> so I love that you, you're both he, playing he was, so true he, to those roles. <laughs> he was so adamant about it. But man, so it's even interesting because literally just on the weekend, I spoke to a girlfriend who always thought she would go back to work. She was very, you know, she was a career galley mm-hmm. and she has an eight month old. And we had this discussion because she goes, I want to be a stay-at-home mom, and I never thought I'd say those words. And she was feeling really a lot of internal conflict. Yes. Um, and we went through something similar where I was like, well, why do you think you can't do that? Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, stories about her mom had always been such an independent woman and he encouraged her and all these, you know, things. And I was like, well, if you take those away, like what is absolutely lighting your soul on fire? What makes you feel good? And she's mm-hmm. like, I want to be a stay-at-home mom. And yeah. do you see do you see what I mean? It's Definitely. like literally opposite scenarios Absolutely. and how much we're in our own heads mm-hmm. and like in shackles from society um, or just, you know, uh, our internal belief systems. It's so true. And it's like it's so hard to make a decision or an assumption on what you're going to do on based on something that you've literally never experienced before. We're talking yes. about first-time mum, you know, like this is all of our first time, your friend, you, myself, like it's our first experience with being a mum. So how are we ever meant to know what that's going to bring and what that's going to uncover in us and bring out in us? You know, some people are going to thrive. Some are going to realise that they need more balance of work and being a mum or, you know, other mums like you that are like, well, I thrive the most as a mum when I'm fulfilling my own, you know, like work and being in something passionate that I love. So it's so hard to assume what you're going to be before you've actually experienced something. There's just no right or wrong to any of it. You know, it's just really about what is best for you and your family and what's going to ultimately allow you to be the best mum to the children that have chosen you. Mm, Completely. Completely. 
If there is one thing that I learned the hard way after becoming a mum for the first time was how important it actually is to nurture yourself during those early stages of the postpartum journey. The first time around, I put so much emphasis on my pregnancy journey, but then I just completely neglected my body and health once my baby arrived. I promised myself that I would never ever let that happen the second time around. So my second pregnancy, I had such a huge focus on preparing myself for the postpartum journey. time to really nurture both mum and baby. I was so thrilled and happy when I stumbled across Bubba Bump on Instagram. It's a gorgeous family business and it actually provides a one-stop shop for both baby essentials and also mother's postpartum care needs. Bubba Bump's labour prep kit and postpartum recovery kit aim to really ease the unexpected pain and discomfort that follows having a baby. Their packs are available in both vaginal and C-section options with the aim of catering and nurturing all mothers. I personally loved the idea of these kits. It just took so much pressure away from, I guess, knowing what you actually need after having a baby. If you'd like to find out more, definitely check out Bubba Bump's full range of baby essentials and postpartum care needs by visiting their website, bubbabumpbaby.com.au, or you can just click the link in the show notes and it'll take you directly to their website. I'd love to dive into manifestation from a motherhood perspective, because I know that's something you are so deeply passionate about. You obviously do, you know, courses, um, coaching in manifestation and watching, you've obviously been an amazing manifester for a long time, but since you've had Ivy, you've become like a super manifester. (laughs) And so I would love to know, I guess, how you have really harnessed the knowledge you have in manifestation to inject into your motherhood journey so that your motherhood journey has felt one more balanced, but also more fulfilling? Mm, I love this question. And you know, what's really incredible is having Ivy really taught me so much more about manifestation because I started teaching manifestation, you know, four or five years ago before it was trending, before it was cool. And um, it was totally woo woo back then, let's be honest. (laughs) Yeah. Like to the point of the very first time I spoke about my course, I didn't even use manifestation (laughs) because I thought people would not be okay with it. It's funny. It's funny looking back. So I think what I've learned and the biggest difference that I've learned, and it's it's interesting because I literally just did a masterclass on this like yesterday as we're recording and it's called Manifesting with Momentum. And the concept I spoke about is you know, I think we're all very well versed now on manifestation. And like I said, it's trending on TikTok and Mm. all the things. But something that I realized when I had Ivy is sometimes you don't always have the 10 minutes to journal in the morning. Sometimes you don't have, you know, Madge, you would know before you have a kid, (laughs) you have like this two hour window before you have to start work. And you're like meditating and journaling and saging your spot and you got your crystals and it's beautiful and like of course you had an epic day. (laughs) (laughs) I know your intention was so clear. So clear and you had so much time to practice those practices and that's amazing and those practices are important. But what I started to play with when I became a mum was like sometimes those practices are just not feasible. So what does this mean for me? And I can't I came to this point of this concept of, well, really, you know, we're manifesting 24 seven 
like the law of the laws of the universe are always working. It's like gravity. It's like we can't mm-hmm. see it, but it's always happening. And so how can I be more intentional uh, with the moments in between of how I'm showing up? Because manifestation put simply like my um, my definition of it is you being intentional with your thoughts and your self-belief in order to have the reality, um, sorry, to attract the reality, the feelings, the peoples, the things that you want. So it all starts with our thoughts and our internal belief system. Mm -hmm. So what I started to really play with is, okay, yeah, I don't have all the time in the world to write in my journal and to do a meditation and to like, you know, meditate for three hours, but I have moments in between where I get to decide who I am and how I show up. And I truly believe what you do in the moments in between matters most. So when I say the moments in between, I'm literally talking about, you know, the mundane things we do, how we, you know, if we get up, if, you know, we get up with our alarm, if we don't, if we are dri- like when we're driving, when we're cooking, all those things. And so what I started to do is really kind of inject this thing of catching myself of the, you know, the thoughts in between. So I'd literally ask myself the question of, am I leaning into love or am I leaning into fear? So it's really, really simple of, except, you know, when you have kids, it feels like you have no time Mm. to do anything. And then often it can spiral into, well, I've got no time to do anything. Um, I haven't done this today. I haven't done that. I'm a failure. Like, you know, we can Mm -hmm. spiral really fast. And can you see how that thought pattern is fear? Yes. Where's can I stop myself and go, well, I got Ivy dressed for daycare and, Yes, I had a coffee first before my breakfast, which my nutritionist told me not to do, but I arrived to work on time and that's a plus. And, you know, and it's like people don't realize that that's actually manifesting Mm. because manifesting is thinking who you are in the future and who I am in the future who has the reality I want and all the things I want is I'm a person who's actually really nice to myself. I'm a person who have thoughts that are empowering, that are kind, that, um, you know, are really Mm self-honest. And I I don't think a lot of people think about that. They think about, oh, what's the list of I want to manifest this or I want to manifest that. And that's amazing. And those practices are amazing. But honestly, especially if you're time poor, it's like you can be showing up as your next level self who has the things that you want in those moments in between. Mm, I love that so much. It's almost like I talk a bit about this concept of like meeting yourself where you are. And I think that that's one Mm. of the biggest shifts you need to make in motherhood is like, you're in so many different seasons, especially in those early years, you're in so many seasons of motherhood. You know, you have the early sleepless nights in the newborn stage and then there's like the teething and, you know, we all know the stages, but you're constantly moving through these stages. So you've got to kind of constantly be willing to be flex enough to meet yourself where you are instead of putting that pressure on of like, exactly what you're saying. I'm not achieving. I haven't done the journaling. I haven't done the meditation. So I absolutely love that concept that you've spoken about. I think that is just like that 
seriously is life-changing to so many people. And it's really funny because I do your abundance meditation, which is on your podcast. Every time I get in the car, I either put it in my headphones. Honestly, Mads, you've got to link that because I love the fact that you're still doing that. It's like I still do it. I'm like, I actually think every time I'm like, Georgie, you'd be getting so many downloads from me doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. No, but honestly, I put it, I like every time I get in the car and you saying it, like I do this for my drive to work or if I'm doing the dishes at night, I put it in, plug it in as well. And it's just like finding those little micro moments where my energy can drop really, really quickly, like into that, oh God, I've got to clean the kitchen now or, you know, like into those mundane tasks that come with motherhood. It's like, how can I just keep my energy high in this moment? So I absolutely love that concept. I feel like that's so, so incredible. Yeah. Lucky anyone that got to do your masterclass. I'm pretty sure you can still join, you can still get the replay of that. Yeah. Yeah. You'll just get straight access to the replay and the workbook if you're interested in manifesting with momentum. Yes, definitely. I love that, G. I guess, you know, we both know there's so many changes that come with motherhood, not only with your lifestyle, but so many internal changes, so many shifts. I'm really curious to know, in your opinion, how you believe like tapping into your spiritual side and really learning more about trusting your intuition, I guess, can help us have like greater strength to really navigate those, I don't know, unexpected moments and turns and twists in motherhood. I just think it from the concept because I believe, you know, tapping into my spiritual side is really just me tapping into my own soul Mm, Um, and, you know, tapping into the reality that, you know, of oneness, like we are actually all one. We all come from the same, you know, thing. And I think what this has really helped with, um, especially like, when you become a mum is this aspect that it's not all on your shoulders. So I truly believe that, you know, the universe has my back. I'm really supported by the universe. And I believe in the concept of surrender of even if I think things aren't going my way, I like, I know that the universe has a bigger plan. And what this has done is honestly soothed my anxiety. I used to be Mm. an anxious person that, and, you know, I was very controlling. And I, I found too, when I became a mum that like came back and I really noticed such a huge, I guess, side of like, when I had to actually train myself again to touch, like to um, tap back into my spirituality, to tap back into my intuition and really trust in something higher than myself because otherwise it can literally feel crushing. Yes. Like it can feel like you have the weight of the world mm. on you and it's just not feasible to move through life like that. Like you generally don't feel happy. And so what tapping into my spirituality has done is literally taken a weight off my shoulder and it's given me tools to trust in something other than myself and (laughs) being able to relax, to be honest. (laughs) It's so true though. It honestly is like, it's like all the woo-woo aside, it actually is like tools and rituals to help you thrive, like to have faith really, isn't it? At the end of the day. Yeah. And I think even like concepts, I have certain beliefs of like everything that I need and 
ever would need in my life, I have inside me. And it just, it gives you this sense of peace. Mm. And I think as a mum, you start to realise like that's actually any, any, that's actually the thing you're craving in yeah. life is like that peace and that certainty and that security within yourself. And when you start to develop, you know, get into spirituality, I truly believe it's just a relationship with yourself. Mm. And again, it, it creates this inner peace where I'm able to realize no matter how chaotic my day is, no matter if Ivy's teething or she won't mm-hmm. go to bed and all that sort of thing is I always have a place to access that is me. And I can always tap into me and it's like, everything's going to be okay. And that's truly what it has given me. And it, it's like, when you think of it that way, you're like, wow, that's so powerful. It's so powerful. And I love that so much, Gia. I think you articulated that so beautifully. And it really is like, it's just that inner, I don't know, that inner calm and inner knowing. Like, I know we both went through, well, me with my second new with Ivy, like pretty unsettling newborn stages where, you know, it's <laughs> like, you know, dealing with unsettled babies is the pits literally Mm. and so so much and yeah and so much of that is because it is so out of your control and you just don't know what's going to come next and so yeah I know personally like learn leaning on my spiritual beliefs and like what I believe to be true like trusting the process and this is happening for a reason and it's not you know like okay I had a plan but the plan they've given me has to be better because that is what my belief is and it just adds so much more yeah, calmness to your world and, and exactly what you said about before, surrender. Like it just allows you to surrender to that period in time so with so much more ease. Yeah. And it's like I even think back of time, like some really hard times like when me and Tim had a miscarriage when we had been mm. trying to conceive for a very long time. And really what got me through that period was my belief that life does happen for mm. me and that there was going to be a bigger plan to all this. Because if you didn't have those beliefs, like that would have been a black hole. So true. So, you know, it's, I think really just tapping into spirituality and tapping into yourself is you're giving yourself tools Mm -hmm. to move through stuff and to expand yourself and to feel that inner peace, not only in the great times, but also the not so great times. Do you have a spiritual, even like a little go-to spiritual practice that you could share with everyone, like a quick and easy one if they're kind of new to this or if they're in I guess sitting in that state of more like lack and feeling like, you know, motherhood's taking control of them. What's something that they could do to start to open up their spiritual powers? <laughs> Just tap your third eye. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I don't know why. I um I guess like for me honestly what always works and like I still do this now but it's something that anyone can do is I have a really incredible like kind of breath work visualization that I do where if I'm sitting on a chair because I'm usually at my desk when I do this Mm -hmm. and what I'll do is I usually do four breaths in, five or six breaths out. No, sorry, four seconds in, five or six seconds out. The Mm. outer breath just has to be longer than the Mm in-breath because that's how we calm ourselves. And what I do is I visualize energy, um, light, whatever you want, coming up through my feet as I breathe in and then 
I hold it in the center of my stomach, in my womb, because that's where all our intuition and power is. And I hold it there as almost a, here is the energy you need. And then when I breathe out, I visualize the um, light going out of my head and coming through the top of my head because all our power is just from the universe. It's not mm-hmm. actually ours. We're just borrowing it from the universe. So this is a really great exercise where you can literally visualize you pulling power from the earth, keeping it into your center, like charging yourself and then giving it back to the universe, which is really important. And I will do this visualization, close my eyes, do the breath, you know, put a timer on for five minutes or not even that, whatever you need to do. And again, it just calms me, it Mm -hmm. centers me. And again, it makes me realize that it's like I am so supported all the time. I can tap into this energy anytime because it's within me and all around me is like anything that I need. That's incredible. Otherwise, uh, like something just so simple is I really believe in having core beliefs. So this is something I teach in the project. And when you have core beliefs, like uh, one of mine is life happens for me. And I literally got this tattooed on me (laughs) because it's, like I said, it's got me through some tough times. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, so it's, stuff's happening. It's really funny because um, we did these beautiful scented oils in Rise and Conquer and they literally have Life Happens For Me on the bottle and we got them from the supplier and, like, the Life Happens For Me was, like, in the wrong spot on the <laughs> bottle. And it's funny because our, our logistics manager goes, oh, well, Life Happens For You. <laughs> And I'm like, well, this is exactly, you know, what we do during those moments. So it's fine. And we sorted it out. And instead of getting stressed or overwhelmed, we were just like, cool, it's all good. It is what you it know? is. And I it, love that. It is, it is what it is. And that has truly helped me. And I encourage you guys, I feel like anyone can use that, of like in those moments being like, life happens for me. I can get through this. I can move forward. Even if I can't see right now like how this actually benefits me, I'm going to choose to trust. And then watch yourself move through life because, and it like, like attracts like. So Mm. not only are you on the vibration of, you know, because when shit happens, bad shit happens, the vibration goes lower Mm -hmm. and we get in that low vibe. And then what happens in that low vibe, you attract more low vibe things. So the point of life happens is let's stay in that neutral vibe or even shift higher to like, oh, I'm grateful this happened. And it honestly is life-changing the shifts that it can have in your day-to-day. Oh my goodness. Seriously. I love that so much. I love that you said, oh, I haven't even looked at the questions or prepared for this because I feel like you were just so (laughs) like in your zone when you were talking about this stuff and the wisdom that you share is so incredible. I'm so grateful for your time and for all of the knowledge and inspiration you give me and, you know, all the people listening. But, Jay, thank you so much. I love chatting to you as always and I could continue this conversation forever. <laughs> we could chat for hours, couldn't we, Matt? I know. I feel like we need like part two and part three. <laughs> <laughs> and part four. <laughs> no, it has been such a pleasure. Yeah, I, w- I always love chatting on here. Your community is awesome. And I guess I'd love to finish up by I guess you've just shared your life happens for me, but is there another mum specific mantra that you live by since having Ivy? I guess like something that I 
have really tapped into since having Ivy is is this concept of I can't fuck it up. And excuse my French, I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you have babies in the car, but it's this concept of like I can't get it wrong. And you even said it at the start of the episode of like there's actually no right or wrong. It's really just what we get to lock into. And I think what happens is you become a mum and everyone has an opinion mm-hmm. like you'd you'd feel it when you're pregnant to when you have your newborn and everyone has an opinion everyone wants to tell you what's the wrong or right way to raise your child or how to be a mum and that's amazing we need a community around us but it's also knowing that you get to make decisions for you and your family that don't make sense to others and that gets to be perfect And I think when we lock that in and we have that sense of security in ourselves of like, I don't have to prove myself. I don't have to make sense to others. I actually just get to decide and that gets to be it and that gets to be perfect. Again, that is life changing because Mm -hmm. you just get to move through life in such a different way. Yeah, you said it so perfectly before about that sense of freedom. It just offers that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. G, thank you so much for your time. I can't wait till we chat again. Thanks for having me, Mads. <laughs> thank you and so much. if any – oh, sorry, Mads, I was just going to say if you want any more information, um, we'll put the links in the show notes or you can just go to my website where all the things we were chatting about are. Yeah, definitely. I'll put your courses and I'll also put the link to the meditation that I do in the car because I feel like yes. that is just so powerful. I need to do that again. I honestly forgot about that. Oh, I seriously <laughs> – honestly, like I would do it minimum four times a week, if not more. I even did wow. it – like as soon as I got in the car this morning, um, driving to the airport, it was the first thing I put on. It's like, I've got it saved. I know exactly what minute I need to go do to start the breathing. <laughs> um, I think it's I so this. nice too, because I'm so used to having you, you know, we don't get to see each other a lot, but we're in each other's ears a lot. So um, it just, I actually have memorized the whole entire thing. I like to say it with you. That's how much I listen. <laughs> I love this so much. Definitely <laughs> link it. I'm going to go do it again now. Yeah, go do it. <laughs> Everyone go and do it. <laughs> it's called I'm Abundant as Fuck. <laughs> I am abundant AF. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I went, I went for the harsh term. Um, all right, lots of love to you, darling. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much, Mads. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I really hope it gave you a healthy boost. I'm so excited to be back next week for new episodes. But until then, if you want to chat, my DMs are always open. You can find me on Instagram, one of my favorite places to hang out, at Madeline Carafa or at The Healthy Hustlers. And of course, if you did enjoy this show, please feel free to share it with a friend or family member who might benefit from it too. Not only does it really help the show, but it also helps other people on their health and wellness journey. All the links that have been mentioned in the episode, you can find in the show notes. And until next time, don't forget to keep your hustle nice and healthy.